go on to your subject, Audrey, which is uh, flying off the nest. Yeah, and I imagine the beginning of a new school year, probably lots of people are moving away from their parents for the first time, whether it's by themselves, which is actually really hard to do, to go yeah. from parents to by yourself, but probably more likely with roommates, can, which is its can own. Be, can be a relief, too. Yeah. Depending yeah. on the parents. Yeah, have. definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But That's true. Like the roommate thing is just it can be brutal or it can be the best thing ever. I yeah. feel like you're either best friends or you're just like enemies. I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, I I've been living away from my parents for like almost six years now, which is crazy to think about and very sad. Because, but um, yeah, the first time I moved away, it was for university. I was 18, and I was so lucky that all of my roommates happened to be great and I'm still like very close with them now but I think most people have these awful roommate horror stories especially like things with like cleaning the bathrooms cleaning mm -hmm. the kitchens mm -hmm. me personally I'm like cleaner when I'm living with roommates because I'm just so hyper alert like oh I don't want them to think that yeah. I'm like I need to pull my weight but yeah. if I'm by myself or like right now I live with my boyfriend I just let it all go because <laughs> no one's keeping me accountable. But what about you guys? How old were you when you moved out? I was 18. Yeah, I've moved. Um, I'm from Normandy in France and yeah. I've moved um, in Paris. So it was a two hour ride. And I feel like it was the perfect uh, amount of time because on the weekend I could go home and see my parents. Yeah. And on the weekdays I was all by myself. But if there was a problem, I knew that they would be there. Um, and I think it's a first step because now I'm in Norway. And so I know how to behave on my own. Mm. So it's a good thing to do, I think. Yeah. But where you come from in Normandy, is it a small place? Yeah. Because, Rouen. Yeah, because Paris is a big city yeah it's yeah, not it so, yeah and, and what about you audrey when you moved out the first time was it far away from your parents yeah it was like a four-hour drive oh, yeah. and i don't drive so it was all up to them <laughs> they wanted okay, to come yeah. see me um but yeah i moved from like a town of like five thousand people to like a big university town of maybe like two hundred thousand people so yeah. like a good sized city it's a big difference yeah yeah definitely when so, i when i moved out i was uh, 19 And um, it was not a moment too soon. Mm -hmm. I was really like desperate to get out. Yeah. Um, but then I moved. I changed country. I went to England. That's oh. when my, that was my first move out. So I was like, I'm going as far as I can. <laughs> okay, what's my budget? Okay, <laughs> let's do England. <laughs> but um, yeah. For me, um, living for the first time was not like something I really felt a need like you. you. But then... When I was on my own, coming back to my parents' place, like, for example, um, I'm working in a supermarket um, during the um, summertime. And so I had to go to my uh, parents' house for like two months. Mm. And it was like, I used to be on my own. And like going back there, I felt like a child again. So yeah. that was complicated. Yeah. 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 No, it's hard to like... Just feeling so independent and then yeah. all of a sudden you have to be home by a certain time. or Exactly. Yeah. Or especially just living in a city where you can take the train anywhere, going back to your hometown where you have to drive everywhere and depend on <laughs> rides, basically, yeah. in my case. But, um, no, I was thinking, too, it's so interesting. Like, in the U.S. where I'm from, it's my parents were not like this, but lots of people's are where 
like the second their kid turns 18, which usually corresponds to when they graduate school, um, they want to get them out, like get an apartment, go to school. That's crazy. Yeah. And like this is not everybody, but and also it kind of the kids know that's coming on. So they also Mm -hmm. really want to leave. Like most kids, I think, want to go out and explore and be independent. But it feels kind of wrong when the parents also want that because it's nice to be wanted by your own parents, I'd say. And with friends, I feel like it's the opposite. Like parents want to keep their children very close for the much longer time possible. Mm. So it's very surprising. I never felt pressure to... Uh, leave by my parents at least it, it was yeah. never like oh it's time for you to move out you know it was more like well you know this is the situation you have to be realistic also I mean are you going to uni are you going to work how are you gonna provide for yourself because yeah. uh, most of the time I mean I, I don't have parents that could provide for me so I would have to find my own you know yeah. right. loans and stuff like that and it's it's exhausting and it's scary yeah, yeah. yeah. very scary so were your first roommates your enemies or your best friends? No, they were my best friends. I cool. was very surprised. And then I lived with them for the rest of university. Um, but that also is another, it, it brings up a weird dynamic where like you meet your friends and you love your friends, but then moving in with your friends can ruin some yeah. friendships. Yep. And that was the case for me with other girls because I was living in a house with like six other girls. Um And then, yeah, like you could love somebody, like hanging out, partying with them, studying with them, but they don't like to do the dishes. Their parents never taught them how to do laundry. And then you're like picking up so much slack and then you're not friends after that. And it's heartbreaking. (laughs) But it's it's life. That's when you find out about people. And it's the same with uh, if you move in with a a partner. You suddenly discover another aspect of their personality and their lives. You know? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, whoa, you're like that. And it's so important, like, how people are raised, like, how I was saying, like, in the U.S., lots of parents want to kick their kids out, but they're not teaching their kids how to do the laundry, how to do the dishes, because usually you've got, like, some mom who's always, like, doing everything for you. And I had one roommate. She wasn't my friend, so I didn't really mind, like, not hanging out with her after that, after we stopped living together. But we had to have a talk because our kitchen was so dirty. It was like we just had a you know room meeting trying to talk about that stuff. And she was like, oh, so sorry. Like maybe sometimes it's me. I guess I'm just used to being at home. And I just like wipe crumbs off the counter under the floor because I know what? when my mom does the floors. I was like, <laughs> when your mom. Like, oh, my God. Oh my God. You're not home. Must be just nice. switch your mindset. Right. But just also like I couldn't imagine just expecting your mom to yeah. sweep the floors mm. like a maid. But Yeah. Lots of different kinds of people out there. So I, I, th- I think for me, um, I've lived in, in well, with other people, you know, and older people, different ages. Um, and uh, there's one thing I realized when I worked in the kitchen and that you have to clean after yourself every time. You right. clean after yourself, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. And then I think when you put that automatically, you don't think about it as a, I have to do it for the others, but... For hygienic reasons, yeah. you have to, you know, wipe the counters and everything around. And, and then it's easy. If you do it every time, it's easy. But if you let it pile up, oh boy, you don't want to clean a dirty kitchen. <laughs> no, it, right. it takes time and yeah. it's and you, the chemicals you have to use. And, and yeah, it's it's unpleasant. The grease, yeah. I think, is just the worst. Yeah. But um, if people could, like, get some sort of training before they move, know. you know, in a collective and with other yeah. people. Yeah. Just basic stuff. Like, why do you have, 
why do you have to use one cloth to clean the toilet and another cloth to clean yeah. the sink? You know? <laughs> yeah. Also, like some, like you don't have the same like um, life um, expectations. Like for example, um, my um, roommate, she puts like bananas or I don't know eggs in the fridge, and she was like, mm. my mom, like she told me all my life I had to do that, and I was like, wow, my mom told me I should not do that and you see like the difference between families and yeah. i find it so funny yeah yeah yeah, yeah. different yeah. habits yeah. especially yeah putting certain things in the fridge and yeah. not yeah. and i definitely watched a lot of my roommates just like leave their takeout like maybe they get chinese the night before and then they leave it on the counter and then they eat it and it's Ooh. like there was actually a case in the U.S. maybe, I don't know if this made international news, but this kid died yeah. from eating takeout that he left on the counter. It yeah. was for like a week, though. It was an extreme situation. Oh, but like people yeah, it's don't. very recently, yeah. Like you have to teach your kids that. It's so simple, too. Yeah. It's just, it's one conversation and that could, you know, save their life. Mm. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But also I feel like my roommates that I have and that I love, I will have never like, go to them to become friends with them mm. but now that I live with them I really enjoy their presence yeah. even though they are not my whatever I will have felt will be my type of friends right. so it's very nice to discover like other people because mm. you are like kind of forced you don't have a choice right. to be with them and then you discover their personalities and it's so nice yeah, yeah. yeah it's the easiest way to make close close friendships yeah. it's just like having like a sister yeah. or a brother around yeah. But if you don't make friends, it's about handling the situation, right? Communication, talking about things. Don't be resentful. Maybe, you know, like you said, people have different upbringing. So maybe it's mm. just a case of, okay, uh, we have to come to an agreement and that we live together. So we're going to have to make do until the end of the semester or yeah. next year. Right. But that's one thing because I'm thinking also it's just, it's not just the people you live with. I had a situation when I moved um to uh, an accommodation when I was at university and I couldn't visit before I moved there. So I kind of did everything online, talking to people on the phone and all that. And then I moved there and I realized, oh, this not this doesn't look like mm, exactly what was on the picture. Oh, or no. There was no hot mm. water oh, for months. Uh, it oh. was very cold. There was no heating system. That's and the worst. I figured out that mm. my flat was linked to a Chinese restaurant that was mm. under and when they shut down the Chinese restaurant, they shut down everything that was going to my flat. So I had electricity, but no hot water, no, yeah, nothing else was functional. Wow. Uh, and there was like a hole in the window. I had to fix stuff. I had to paint the walls, peel off uh, wallpaper. It was a freaking nut job. So situation like that when you move, I mean, maybe student accommodation are a bit more regulated, but yeah. you could be moving next to a building site. And it's happened yeah. a lot here and also. Yeah. And people have complained about noise, disturbances. How do you study when you have a freaking right. digger right. down yeah. your window? Yeah. From, you know, seven or eight in the morning till yeah. whatever, five, six yeah. in the evening. I would lose my mind. That's what it's tough. tough. Yeah. No, moving straight into private accommodation is, is a lot too. Mm. I remember my first private apartment was actually in Oslo and we had so many problems. It flooded. Yeah. It was all this mess. And I was like 23. It was just last year and I could barely handle it. Yeah. I just felt like a baby. Yeah. And like there's nothing my parents can do. Like they're in another country. Yeah. But they don't know anything about what to do. And I just felt so unprepared. And that's so funny that you mentioned your parents because um, every time there is like 
a situation in the kitchen, my friends are all calling their parents. And <laughs> I, I, I don't blame them. Like sometimes I, I myself call my parents like to say, what should I do? Um, do you know? Like, yeah. That's so funny that we rely on our parents like that. Right. Yeah. Well, if they know, I mean, that's the first yeah. help, you know. Like yeah. I call my dad because he's really handy. So if I have an issue, I'm like, okay, what's my option now? You know, what yeah. do I do? Do I do it myself? Do I call somebody? Because I don't want to burn down the house, you know. Yeah. <laughs> right. But then you get some tips and then you're like, okay, I can fix stuff myself. And that's such a good feeling. Yeah. When you can fix things yourself. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> Actually, you were talking about um, what we did this week. And um, I was coming late from um, the training radio. Mm. And um, I just wanted to treat myself with some hot dogs. And I just, like, got to my room for a second to take my bottle of water. And the fire alarm just, like, started um, raining Everything was red, all smoke, and oh, yeah. like oh, like an actual fire, not like a drill. No, no, oh, okay. like only smoke. But oh, yeah, yeah. And so um, I knew it was not dangerous, so I like keep like doing my hot dog because I was very hungry. But mm -hmm. I'm on the second floor, so everyone who didn't know it was not like that dangerous. Yeah. They all like went in the, in the streets and they all watched me. Like because they knew because like <laughs> it, the, the smoke was like coming Doing out of the time. of my um, oh, window no. and I was just and then I went in the street <laughs> with my hot dog and they just all look at me like we know it's you and it's ten so like please don't cook at ten and That's I was so sh ashamed like the police the firemen they came yeah yeah That's so but fun. they're used to it I That's not it. a reason but yeah. I love that you took the hot dog outside. <laughs> they all hate you now. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> they all hate they you. Do. Um, but yes, but I, I, I do have to interrupt you mm. already. I mean, I can't believe it. Living, uh, living, living the nest is not easy. Mm, not at all. For sure. Um, I think we should uh, talk about this some more. Uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> there's sure. so much to say. Yeah. But yeah, if you have an issue, call your parents. Um, <laughs> if you don't know, if you are in a university building, maybe the university has some sort of uh, caretaker or oh, something Oh, yeah, like, like CEO mm. has so yeah. much. Yeah. They're actually very helpful, surprisingly. Yeah, very yeah. fast. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's important to, like, uh, stay uh, stay cool and then just find out who is in charge, yeah. who is the nearest help. And, and then, you know, look into uh, your rights and insurance before going crazy and having somebody trying to take money out of you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show today. It was so nice. Yeah, thank yeah. you. That was amazing. And uh, I shall leave everybody with a song, Ervig Jenkomst from Ervestaden. Um, have a good Sunday. Bye. 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 You've been listening to a podcast from Snakerikenovsk for Radio Nova. 